Episode number 370. You know, you went from a 2% to a 7% conversion, right? Okay, great. Now, what if we rolled that out to all of our other things that use this? Okay, now every page is converting at 7%. Okay, well, what if we, right? And you may take a step back. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. Uh, after this show, though, I think you're going to want to think about the peaks that you can reach not only in your business, but maybe even your, in your life as obviously as entrepreneurs and, uh, and a gentleman that his name correlates to peaks, uh, Mr. David Finberg. David, are you ready to be real? Travis, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, and and my, my friends, David is uh, not only an entrepreneur, obviously most of the, the guests are, uh, but also a volunteer, a digital Sherpa, and uh, has over nine years of experience uh, getting people ranked on the beautiful Google, uh, helping obviously you know generate, let's be real, millions of dollars for customers. And he's out in the beautiful uh, Denver, Colorado area. Uh, David, so what is good with you, my man? Take me back into your uh, journey. Were you always into um, entrepreneurship? Were you always into businesses, uh, selling things, uh, you know, the lemonade stand story? Actually, yes. Uh, so when I was like nine, 10 years old, I would sell, like I started selling websites to uh, to friends and family and like making, you know, burn CDs in high school and just Ooh. all kinds of, you know, whatever hustles you could you could engage in that that people were uh, you know excited about at the time. So it was you know is definitely uh, it's evolved quite a bit. I, I was into uh, auto mechanics for for a while, ran a few auto shops, oh, and wow. you know just all kinds of different hustles out there. Uh, and then ultimately decided on you know hey, it's pretty awesome to make money for people um, through their websites and you know, just to see the, the, the reaction that they get from people when people look at their site, right. It's, it's cool to, to be able to share in that experience. So I was like, you know, let's double down, let's go into, into websites and SEO though. It really didn't start out. It kind of started out like that, I guess, selling websites to friends and family. I was like, yo, grandpa, Hey, we need to, uh, you know, get you a website. He's like, right. what's, what's a website? You know, he's like, <laughs> He ended up getting a web TV. I don't even know if anyone here knows what a web TV is. Long story boring. It's a, it was like a web browser for your TV. Like before. Oh, yeah, really yeah, yeah, had. yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So long story short, uh, made him a website, you know, sell him for like 20 bucks, you know, friends and fam on GeoCities and AngelFire, these free website kind of platforms. And uh, it was a blast. It's so important because I think people forget that, uh, the hustle can start with the friends and family. Get those first checks. Uh, you know, obviously you hear about it all the time, but uh, you know, sometimes the hardest customer to please is our friends and family too. Let's be real. But uh, yes, in the beginning, uh, you know, if there's a need, if our families, you know, have an alignment to it, why not try to try to pitch them, uh, get some some trial and error experience in there, learn and uh, and let's be real, bootstrap that thing going. So now, obviously, uh, sped up uh, a, a few years, nine years to speak uh, specifically. Um, I see on the website SEO combined with SEM and this powerful combination of getting this organic uh, combined with obviously marketing traffic where you're paying a little bit of money um, to deliver consistent results, traffic consistently, uh, you know, so that you're, you're staying busy, whatever category of business that is. Uh, 
Talk to me about this. What is something, what are people failing right now on SEO, typically on their websites? People are failing on their page speed. So like people are like, what the heck is page speed, right? And page speed is like how quick your website loads. Gotcha. And it's one of those things that you don't have to, um, you know, you don't necessarily have to, to, to have a monthly contract to work on your page speed. Now I do recommend like find someone that can tackle more than that. That's your biggest opportunity in my opinion is your page speed. This is how people interact with your brand. Like, you know, the thing I love about you, Travis, is like the energy you bring and you come out of the gate and you're like, we're going to add some value. We're going to, we're going to talk about some cool stuff and we're going to really have fun doing it. Yes. And imagine if there was like a 10 second delay and you're like, welcome to the show. And right. It's, it just kind of gets you start on the wrong foot. And so regardless of it's SEO, paid traffic, social media, you're doing, you're killing it with email, whatever it is, word of mouth. Right. You want when people hit that page, they want that like high energy or, or at least um, calming, like instant experience. Right. And so I think that that's a real differentiator for businesses. And it, and it shows in Google that the faster your website mm -hmm. is, you're going to get more conversions. You're going to rank higher in Google. Your ad, you know, if you're doing AdWords, your quality scores are going to go up, which means your cost per click goes down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. So it could, you know, one, one sound investment there could have impacts across your entire, right? If you can convert just a little bit more right. out of the same amount of traffic. Yeah, I mean, it's all about boss, bottom line and getting better every day. Let's just be yeah. real. And this is something if we're not, uh, if our if our websites are loading slowly, uh, Google's going to penalize us and they're going to prefer a, a competitor whose who site's going to load faster. And uh, also, what what is usually stopping them in that process of, uh, of the page load fast? Is it high quality images? What What's usually stopping them from, uh, you know, this, this quick experience? So that's great. That's great. So, um, and just to double back, like, why did, does Google care? Well, people who, right, if, we, if it takes a few seconds to load, we hit the back button. We're like impatient, right? We want it to be, we want to satisfy people with a great experience. So to your mm. point, which is the perfect question to ask, a lot of time it is images. Mm. Like, have you ever taken a really super awesome photo on your iPhone and you just upload it to your website and it's still the full resolution, right? No one even on, the, on a phone would be able to tell the difference between that and a slightly more optimized or compressed photo. Gotcha. So there's some tools like tinypng.com, a really awesome tool. Like before you upload that blog image, go upload your photo into that. It'll churn out a, a version that'll be compressed. Might not have all the bells and whistles. It's definitely better than just like throwing it up there. Right. The other thing is like your hosting, gotcha. right? So um, we like OVH cloud. We like, um, you know, certain hosts that have a very fast response time and there are hosts out there that, you know, you can do some research and test for yourself, or you can, you know, again, check out some different hosting providers. But looking at that is like, you know, you hit your website. If it's spinning, it's spinning and spinning. That could be your host. Right. The third thing it could be, would be like your theme. So you want to, mm. if you're making like a WordPress site or a Shopify website or Magento site or whatever platform you're using and it uses a theme, Mm -hmm. Double check and make sure it's like page speed friendly, right? Like Ooh, okay. if there's a demo page, you could, you know, take a look at the demo page and plug it into Google page speed, or you can just read through the features. A lot of them now, like some of the better themes like Divi theme or Elementor Pro um, will tell you that they're, they're more optimized for page speed. Got you. And I've heard about this more and more, but it's a good tactic because I think people forget uh, you could do a million other things. 
you could, uh, you know, spend tons of money on writing blogs. You can, you know, do blogger outreach. You can do backlinking campaigns and many different things that people are trying to do out there to build their the traffic to their site by using other sites, traffic and authority. And uh, but but the simplest thing is basically figuring out your own site's uh, page load speed. And if it, if it's, I know a lot of customers' websites are just their websites are built on such an old platform. Um, and there's so much damn things in there that uh, they're not even web mobile friendly first. Like, so when it even goes to the mobile, if, if it's not mobile friendly now in 2021, and this happens all the time, I swear to God, still. And, and I you were out of, you're, you're, because you know, it's such a problem for people. It's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize that like my desktop looks so amazing. And then the Absolutely. rest of it is like not really the same on mobile. And that's where everyone's looking, right? So yeah, totally platforms. Um, all kind, you know, having too many scripts. A thing that Google really hates is like having pop-ups that push the content down. Uh, so, like not having a stable experience, which to the naked eye is sometimes hard to see. It Google can kind of pick that up. Mm. So there's all these different kind of weird things. Now, PageSpeed is definitely a big one. Backlinks are another great one. Content's another great one. Mm. You know, reputation. Like, what are your reviews looking like, guys? I know they're probably great. Are they so great key. across every platform, though? Do you have Facebook? Do you have, you know, Google business? If you have a yes. storefront, do you have a trust pilot? Do you have something that's, you know, you want as many um, vouchers in your community online as possible. So true. And constantly be working at that. I think it's so important because, uh, Oh, I got a hundred on there already. I'm good. Well, Hey dude, you got people walking in your store every day, you know, uh, let's just get their contact information so we can follow up with them with the software or with the tool that you can literally drip these people, uh, a review, you know, you can literally drip them in a review and say, Hey, can you please put it on Google? Can you please put it on Facebook for me? And, uh, and the other thing about reviews is like, if you don't actually, you don't actually own any of the reviews that are on a third party platform. So having even your own testimonial and review is very important too, because then you can use it in marketing. You can use it in other things. As we know with the social platforms, they can, uh, take them all down. And Yelp was a famous thing for this because Yelp will hold hostage all your positive reviews. Oh my gosh. And then all your negative reviews are all of a sudden like up forward, you know, and then they want to, uh, you know, charge you to, you know, do more things. It's like, dude, no, make it fair. Put all the reviews out there. It doesn't matter if the person doesn't have a profile image or it doesn't, it hasn't, you know, this is their only review or whatever. Hey, that's what happens. You still got to, you know, make a process where you show all of them and then you can, you know, ban it from there. But uh, they're, they're one of the worst, man. Yelp. Uh, one of the worst. And and seriously, I've had multiple issues with Yelp. Exactly what you're saying, right? You, you have clients leave a review and they're not active enough. There's an algorithm right. that they use. And, right. and apparently, you know, they're, they're just not giving an F this year and going through and like just taking people's, I mean, dozens of reviews from different businesses and so you got to be careful with with the help you got to be on it too right like how do we how do we get that person that might have a yelp account to be able to leave a review right or do we continue to leave reviews knowing like they might not be counted there's there's i say now, I say now yelp is not even the platform to get reviews on i mean google and facebook first i think are your your top two because at least they're going to show it a hundred percent I easily Google Facebook and, and um, you know, Yelp is one of those things where people usually go to complain. It's like the culture of that site is Yelp. It's like help. Right. So yes. um, for like those unfortunate people who may have a bad review on Yelp and you're frustrated, um, there's, there are ways to um, 
continue to, to grow the profile and grow the account and maybe get some of those reviews back by being more active on your profile and things. There's, there's definitely a, a, a certain, uh, distrust that, that people have with Yelp and I'm, I'm with you guys. I hate Yelp. Uh, unfortunately it's one of those, uh, like things that you just have to work around for right now. So 100%. yeah, Google I, for sure though. I always say, yeah, just don't even worry about it. Just like, who cares? dude? If they're not going to help you out, then get more Google reviews, <laughs> get more Facebook reviews, or, you know, there's different uh, platforms based on your, you know, your uh, medical practice, health grades, or, you know, there's different ones based on your industry. And, just don't even worry about Yelp. Just let Yelp be. A lot of people get on Yelp. And Yelp is a food platform specifically. I mean, there's a lot of other t- verticals it has, but like I always say, if they're not going to help you out, don't even worry about it. Go to another platform, uh, get your own reviews. Uh, you know, most importantly, get that relationship going. Uh, and like I said, capture it because so many people are walking through businesses and talking to people and they don't even capture that review. Uh, it's 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 gold. You're literally you're forgetting to uh, capture but dude, I appreciate this. Tons of value today. Tons of value on the show. Uh, on the SEM side of things, uh, what are you seeing that's working? Are you seeing uh, obviously Google Ads, Google AdWords? Are there other types of uh, you know uh, conversions that you're seeing work for for customers and businesses? There's some really cool campaigns that I, I think people should test out. Like call only ads are often underutilized, which you know it's kind of a, a lower hanging fruit for many businesses. There's some some new like lead forms. Um, the biggest opportunities I see around the conversion tracking and how you can bid. So like, for example, if you're getting better types of conversions through a form fill versus a phone call, you can actually still count, you know, you don't want to remove phone calls as a conversion. I maybe you might get a couple of, uh, qualified calls that, that inherently you'd miss if you turned off call, call capabilities. Right. And so there's actually some, some, um, tweaking or, or split, I guess, targeting that you can do between your different types of conversions. And so oh. one thing that I would encourage you to look at is like one, make sure that you've got your right conversion tracking set up and you're tracking not only phone calls, you know, through the ads, phone calls through the website, form fills through the ads, form fills through the website, mm. any other funnel they might come in off of. Right. Right. Um, and then be able to look through the data in the, in the past sales and conversion um, metrics Right and say okay, the our best customers are coming from maybe they're coming from a mix, maybe they're coming more from from forms. Right, it's more informal. Maybe you have a higher order value, better de- demographic for your specific targeted you know targeted business. So from there you can now you know prioritize that in your AdWords to essentially ramp your budget up on on that side of the house or reallocate your existing budget towards things that are going to make you more long term. It's more of the the tweaking. Right, everyone's got the quick hack for you know, getting a better click through rate or something like that. It's really, I think, making sure that the conversion tracking is right. So you're, you have all the right instruments and then you can dial and, and change things, right? You're never going to have a totally consistent month with AdWords, even though it's, you're getting consistent traffic conversions, maybe uh, fluctuate across campaigns, you know, 10 or 20% in a given month. Right. And so as that's happening, if you can pivot and have the right data to um, either let the machine learning do that for you, or you know, kind of guide the uh, guide the machine learning to those types of conversions. You're you're basically lowering your CPA uh, or you know keeping it the same and making more on on the front end, so or on the back end, right of the sale. So um, that's a that's a big one that I think is um, one that may be new for some people, maybe old uh, for for others. Certainly one that I just put an exc- exclamation point um, next to due to to the fact that you know with people getting more competitive and with people um, you know 
rolling out more aggressive styles of campaigns, it's really going to come down to who who's the best. Uh, you know, are you a big ship with a small rudder, or can you can you pivot and change things a little bit more quickly? And I think most people are not even taking advantage of some of those options. So uh, look into call only ads. Look into the lead forms that you can use uh, on the, on the platforms and, and test. I always say just test. You know, uh, and 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 have a variety of those options because uh, if you do a test. Then you can find out and you can always do a more budget, less budget, same budget. You know, you can always make tweaks. Uh, but I think like, a lot of people just think that, oh, this is I have to spend $10,000 or whatever it is. No, dude, just spend 500 bucks and see what comes in or, you know, for a week, 500 bucks in a week and just test some of these new options and features if you haven't done it as a business. Um, because you might find, hey, people do want to call you. Oh, hey, you know, people want to fill out this lead form because they don't got time to call you, blah, blah, blah. But uh you didn't even have this business before and now you do because you spent $500 and you just tried. And, uh, and if it doesn't work for you, cause sometimes things don't work, right, David, you just say, okay, it's not working for me, man, you know, or make a change, yeah. you know, change the creative. There's so many things you can do at that point, but I think exactly clients you know, forget that all this stuff is really just a big test in the beginning. It's being, it's being a great Einstein, being able to test things and have, you know, try to change just one or two things. You don't have to change the whole thing. Right. And, uh, you know, doubling back on what you said with the data, like one tool that's really helpful for testing, which I think is is a huge um, point that you just brought up is Google Optimize. Oh, yes. So like one thing that we're doing with all of our clients is looking at their, um, you know, their funnels and saying like, how can we better optimize the conversion experience for clients? And sometimes it's a simple change. It's a simple layout change or a picture change or, right? And you're not trying to, win the lottery necessarily. You're just trying to find distinct tweaks and changes that you know, you know, you went from a 2% to a 7% conversion, right? Okay, great. Now, what if we rolled that out to all of our other things that use this? Right. Okay, now every page is converting at 7%. Okay, well, what if we, right? right. And you may take a step back. So to your point, don't be afraid to fail. Be, be, be a, an educated experimenter test some things in a vacuum where where it's as vacuum as possible. Google Optimize will help you with that by being able to split test for you and use some data to mm. basically determine like what's going to be your winner. Um, and and from there, you know, it's 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 really uh, it's really just about, you know, looking at the data and and making some changes and you know, you get those conversions and and keep keep putting stuff into the winners and take away from from, you know, trim the fat so to speak on everything else. And don't give up. That's the most important thing on anything, whether you're doing a podcast, you're starting a show, you're you're doing a business, a new business, you're doing some. Too many people just give up on that, on their ads, on their campaigns. And uh, you're a great example of just not giving up successful business. Uh, you know, that's what happens, folks. You just build something successful for yourself. Now, my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, Let's go. go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Ooh, YouTube. YouTube. Instagram or Facebook? I'm a Facebook. Facebook, the OG. And OG. They, own them, they own them all anyway, so what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Chicken or steak? Steak. Steak. Laptop or smartphone? Ooh. Uh, I was going to say laptop. Smartphones now are basically laptops, so let's say smartphone. Right. You can just do everything the damn thing. You do everything today. It's incredible. Spotify or Pandora for music and content? Spotify. Spotify. Movies or video games to relax? Ooh, video games. There we go. There we go. Uh, reading books or listening to books? Listening. 
Dang, yes, the OG, the uh, the two, two X, the three X on Audible, and you just really bang through those damn books. I remember Top B saying, "I did gonna... three, or, three or four X." I'm like, "How the hell do you do that, dude?" And like, "Hey, just you just train your brain to do it." Okay, put it asleep, go. put it on right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just we're in Android. Let's go. Just <laughs> change it. One, he believes we're in the Matrix, so possibly he's right. We just uh, you know train our brains to uh, perform incredible. I do like 1.52, and that's about my max. But uh, shout out to the, anyone out there that's doing 3X or more on Audible. Uh, you are an OG in the game. Stocks or real estate, if you're thinking about uh, diversification outside of the business. I'm uh, I'm big on stocks right now. Heck yeah. Let's go, baby. Do you have a favorite platform that you do uh, investing with? Stocks, stock-wise? I like Fidelity. Um, oh, yep. I use Fidelity. I use a little bit of... Uh, of um, you know the the Coinbase for some of the some of the little crypto things happening Absolutely. right now. I think that's exciting. Of course, um, dude. Yeah, you got know, it. Solana and Ethereum and all that stuff. And very exciting, dude. With Solana, it's taking off lately. Oh my gosh, yeah. I wish I had bought I bought more of that. I was just like, oh, I'll just test a couple of these out. You know, you never know with that kind of stuff. Um, and then stock wise, like Nvidia seems to be seems to be a good one. You know, all the gaming stuff. Like that's right. what I know. So I just do stuff that I know. But do stuff you know. Do stuff that you you get charged in your bank account. It's a safe way to invest. It's a, it's a, it's a Warren Buffett mentality. And uh, for like I like playing in the future too. So great great job on the crypto. Uh, huge fan of that too. Uh, dabble. I always like to say, don't, don't go all in. Yeah, don't go all in. You know, <laughs> around have a few things, and uh, you know, you have a variety of assets in the portfolio. Uh, and cash is even an asset too, although some don't see it that way. Uh, you know, having powder when times are tough, folks. You know what happens, right? The blood in the streets. You get deals, baby. Uh, oceans or lakes? If you're thinking about vacation. Ooh, um, I'm a I'm an ocean guy. Yeah, hell yeah, we deserve it, man. We deserve it as entrepreneurs. Ooh, we deserve oceans. vacations. And when you're waking up in your day, David, you're getting yourself ready, pumped, energized for the day. Uh, why do you love being you? I love being me. Why do I love being me? You said. Yeah. Why do you love being you? I love you? being me. Uh, just cause I, I don't know. I get to uh, I get to 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 have fun and and be around really amazing people and groups and uh, you know it's 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 a great great community to be to be a part of. And being also uh, near Denver, do you also do outdoor stuff? Do you like to hit the mountains and stuff like that? Oh, I got you. Yeah, dude, I'm a big biker. Um, you know, like to do some hikes and and bikes and uh, walks with my dog. I, I have nice. a, a, a you know puppy that I got during the pandemic, and nice. you know, a lot of it is uh you know I'm into cars, so there's there's a little bit of everything out in uh, out in beautiful Colorado. Um, but the, the biggest ones would probably be, you know, you can't go a day without biking. I gotta, I gotta get outside every day. Ooh, I like that. That's, and you guys got beautiful air too, man. So shout out to you, uh, you guys, uh, high elevation. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> do you think you'll ever retire from the game of entrepreneurship, uh, helping people with SEO, SDM, uh, in, in the business? I don't think so. I, I, I'd say, uh, you know, the, the journey may, may look a little different over time, uh, I feel like you're in your, if you're an entrepreneur, you got to be in it for life, you know? Absolutely. There's always a good, uh, good exit too. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Usually entrepreneurs, they take that exit and they flip it into something else. Exactly. You get bored if you're just sitting at home for too long. <laughs> yes, sir. Take a trip, do some things you hell wanted to do. And then you're back to the something different. I know, I know most of us entrepreneurs that would we, that's what we do. Uh, uh, do you have a routine to start your day? Do you have a, a way of uh, getting yourself ready for your day? Yeah, you know, I, I wake up, um, I, I throw my my flip flops, walk my dog. It 
depends on the time of year. Sometimes they're, they're not flip flop. Um, and I, I think about what I'm going to accomplish for the day and what I'm grateful for. Ooh, I think nice. just right. Like waking up and, and training, you, know, you said, mentioned like training your brain. I've had some really great mentors and people who have helped me train my brain. And I used to wake up and you know, as an entrepreneur, there's always something to do. And so to, to have that, um, you know, gratitude and, and just that perspective and being able to kind of ground yourself in that is, is something a good friend of mine, uh, Tony Grebmeyer and Vinny Fisher taught me and, and mm. truly like they, uh, you know, that's changed my life. It's just one of those things, like there's always something to be grateful for. Right. And, and if there isn't like, we just got to think a little bit harder and, and find a, find a, a solid foundation is to, to step in, into the rest of the day on. And, um, that's, that's really a big secret for me, at least. So true. Flush a toilet and drink some water and just you're ahead of half the country. So just remember you know, half <laughs> the world. Too, yeah. Just be grateful for water and fresh water and fresh toilet. I always remind myself that that and we get caught up in the rat race of everything. And uh I mean that 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 in itself is a blessing. Just just something so simple. Uh or shaking a shower or something simple like that. Do you have a skill you're trying to master right now? Something trying to get better at, uh progress, uh push yourself at? You know, I'm I'm looking to uh become better at programming. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm not Hell a huge yeah. programmer. I'm more of like a, a writer and a little bit of tech mixed right. in between, right. which is great. I'd love to kind of get into more of the, the coding and see, you know, maybe some automation or something that can help. Uh, 100%. You know, something simple doesn't have to solve, you know, world hunger or anything. I just want something that that can like automate an email sequence for me in, in my Gmail, which, you know, 100%. hey, got to start somewhere, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, the beautiful thing about YouTube and Google is uh, there's probably someone out there that's got uh, content about how to do that. And you can just kind of follow along and practice like you would, do, would in our traditional school systems uh, of the past. Um, and a lot of times they're doing that at the fastest level, at the highest level, at the current level. And that's the most important thing because things are happening right now. If it's in a textbook, it's four years outdated. You know, it needs to be happening right today. Uh, do you have an app or a tool, David, in your business that helps you get through the day uh, that you gravitate to? Wow. We we love ClickUp. And ClickUp. Asana. Talk about that. ClickUp. Click up. I've heard more and more about them. ClickUp is, is really great. Um, another great one that we just started using is BubbleUp. B-U-B-L-U-P. Gotcha. Um, so they're both, I like bubble up for like more visual things, right? So whether it's like people put recipes on there, they put, mm. um, you know, uh, architectural projects. So they're doing interior designs, like it can be a mood board. It can be a checklist. It can be, um, you know, an article. It's, it's almost like a medium of sorts. It's collection, collections gotcha. of thoughts and pictures and movies and different things. I like that. Um, ClickUp to me is is uh, more of like a project management tool, so to speak, where you've really um, it's if you ever used like Asana, it's similar to that as well. BubbleUp has some similarities there too. ClickUp is really for um, you know Gantt charts and kind of like your your project management style. And so we live, work, and breathe out of Asana. We are actually making the switch to BubbleUp. Um, and then ClickUp was a really cool one as well. So there's, mm. there's definitely some, some great tools there, you know, Slack, all the normal kind of traditional stuff is great. Um, that, that one has been, you know, those, those platforms are, are pretty innovative and they allow you to, to be able to present information a little bit differently. If you're like in a web design and stuff like that, Notion is also pretty good, mm. um, to help you kind of organize like different web projects. I mean, there's, 
a dozillion tools, right? Oh um, God, that's the hardest part about right now is like just picking the tool and the price point, and then there's a new tool, or they limit you what you can do on this tool that you just paid a bunch of money for, and they say double the price, or you can't get that, or blah blah blah. Uh, but bubble up, check it out, check it out. I mean, I think it's a it's always fun to check out the the future tools as well as also uh, take advantage of them. You know, take advantage of them because they do help make your business more productive, and also like I said, keep us keep that ball rolling, keep the action going, keep the Keep the engagement going and, and get things done uh, amongst a team or with clients, collaborations, uh, things like that. Last question for you, my man. If you could sit down to a steak dinner with anyone in the world, who are you chopping it up with tonight in the beautiful Colorado? Wow, that is a fantastic question. Who am I chopping it up with? I would say. Oh, that's man, that's such a good question. I was going to say. Like maybe like Russell Brunson, maybe. Hell yeah. You know, some click funnels action. Click funnels, baby. A, a legend, dude. A legend in the game of, of helping people drive business in their in their businesses and uh helping agencies in so many different ways, man. He's built an incredible business for himself. Uh I like that guy. I think he'd be an interesting uh, gentleman to talk to. My man, I appreciate your your soul and your energy and your passion for life and for business and for the the, the adventure of this life. Uh, I think you've built yourself an incredible business, my man. And uh, take us and tell us for anyone that's interested and needs kind of an expert in the game to help gravitate their business, get more leads uh, and SEO, SEM. Uh, where's the best place online to, to send them? Travis, thanks so much. Check us out at www.peaks.com. P-E-A-K-S, digitalmarketing.com. Um, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, David A. Finberg, or uh, Instagram, Facebook, David A. Finberg as well. And uh, Travis, what an awesome show. I had a ball. This is a blast. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, you know, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed this so much. Let's go, baby. Absolutely. And we will put that in the show notes. Uh, like I said, the world is full of abundance, dude. More blessings continued opportunities, continued big moments for you and uh, and the business to continually grow and aspire. Uh, I love what you're doing, man. And uh, just want to know anyone out there that needs that help, please take that action in your business. Uh, so check it out. Peace Digital Marketing. We'll put that in the, the show notes and check out David A. Finberg on uh, any of the social channels. Folks, you've been hanging out with David A. Finberg and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today and let's keep being real. <laughs> what another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show, on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times at the end of the day we don't know how long this is all going to last but most importantly you got to think about your business right now take it seriously so Come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com, and we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. 
um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us, realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.